I love this. <laughs> Quiet on the set. <laughs> This is Ryan. Hello. Hello. That is a name that we are excited to have on our screen today. Yes. It's been a long time in the works. I'm so excited. Yes, this is one of your <laughs> bookings, isn't it? Yeah, I'll brag about myself. Yeah, no, sure. it's a really good thing. Uh, it's exciting for me because uh, let's tell everybody who's here. Bob Reed is here today. First of all, Mrs. Ryan, you get me all out of sorts here. All right. I'm going to blame you because it was me, but you're sitting here and that's how it works. That's how you, it works. You really, yeah, we lean on each other. Yes. So thanks a lot, <laughs> Mrs. Ryan. <laughs> uh, hello. Good evening, everybody. Today is Wednesday, October 18, uh, 17th. Excuse me. Today is Wednesday, October 17th. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. And this is It's Tonight Show. That was fun. I'm out of sorts, <laughs> Mrs. Ryan. What happened? Had a phone call right before, and the whole thing, the whole <laughs> shit went. The bottom dropped out of this whole thing. You were so smooth. I know. Sorry about that. Everybody's going to have to deal with it. Um, our guest is used to working on very, very professional, polished shows, so I'm enjoying all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, it would make me nervous, and now I'm just kind of like, well, maybe it's making to, him nervous. So him and I used ah. to sit in the back and w be nervous like this. So I really, yeah. Oh gosh. About how the appearance would go and stuff. Yeah, because it was like, like a, our creation produced. of like bringing this together to make a cool segment and do something. And then it was like out of your hands. Yeah, whatever happens. Yeah, can do anything. Well, all right. We didn't produce this segment. So whatever happens, happens again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it tied in somehow. Um, how you doing today, Mrs. Ryan? I'm walking better. So I think I'm thinking a little not so directly, but I'm having a good time with it. You are walking better. You were even sitting better. I know that seems weird to say, but, you know, posture and stuff, all yes. body language says a lot. Yes, I found a couple tricks to strengthen my leg, so it's... This is good tricks. They're working, but it, the like, focus on that makes my head, lets my head scramble a little bit, and I get a little loopy. Sure. Is the stuff that you're doing, uh, is it like... Uh, physical therapy type stuff is it like stretching type stuff what are you what are you doing that's that's it, it helping uh honestly it's changing it's not being habitual like leaning on don't lean on my leg like choosing actively choosing to use my right leg for silly dumb things so like that you don't let it atrophy yeah 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 i realized i was like leaning on my left leg a lot it's like you don't need to do that when that's you your scoliosis the by the way yes I so had to correct all, all that years ago. Yeah, that's ugly. That's a that's a that's its own pain. It's all it's all playing in, and the numbness and the like Damn. not working is just really a result. I think of not paying attention to that shit. I was trying to be too smart for too long. Yeah, you think maybe I was focusing on my writing. I was focusing on the show. I was focusing on intellectual things versus energetic body things, and right. it went to shit. So gotta switch gears again. <laughs> well. I uh, once again, the daily salute. Good job. Thanks. Good job getting through yeah, another day. You got to treat it that way, almost yes. like uh, like um, the, the second A stands for anonymous. You can't even say it anymore, can you? But you're the whole thing is that uh, it's like one day at a time, right? You just have to. If you're going to kill yourself if you figure out how am I going to yeah. live the rest of my life this way, but it's, if I can get through today, I can probably handle tomorrow. Literally minute to minute, it's like way more present based than day by day because like you can you can make excuses by the hour versus like. You're standing in the fridge right now, like you like activate. Excuses are no good in general. Yeah, so I don't even go by those. Do it or don't, but no excuses. Yeah, so I don't. If you don't want to do it. There's nothing wrong with that, but no excuses. Yep. <laughs> um, Mrs. Ryan, there's not a whole lot of top of show today because we want to get straight to our yeah. guests. So it's time to ask you the question that's da, da, on da, everyone's da. mind: What's going on? Well. I never get tired of that, by the way. I never remember how it goes, so I'm glad that that's the case. I, I don't mean, know that it goes away. I, something happened. It was it was whatever <laughs> I did the first time. It was you know we were watching them back like a lot in the beginning and <laughs> criticizing every move we made, and that was one somehow. It, I think it locked in like a Rain Man 97x. Bam. <laughs> so it's always just been the same. But I don't know that there's a right way. Well, I like when people come in and criticize you for forgetting how it goes. Like there is a right way. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. I enjoy those comments. So feel free. Come in and judge away. 
Um, after almost 50 years, Carol Spinney is retiring from Sesame Street. Spiny, right? S- is that how you Are say it? Are we talking it? about Big Bird? And Oscar the Grouch, which I didn't oh, realize wow, he was right. both. Oops. So yeah, he's retired. He's be- he was originally the puppeteer, I guess, and the puppeteer, voice. Puppeteer, please. Let's, let's treat this with some respect, right. shall we? <laughs> it's Jim Henson Here's here. He was I one of my all time. He's a Mister Rogers. He's another one of those people who touched me. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I did. <laughs> he was the, on the first episode. He was there. So wow, first this, episode of Sesame Street. Yeah. Wow. So this is a big deal. He's like he had the longest tenure of any Muppeteer. And any next character. to like a Jim Henson, well, no, he would certainly be longer than Jim Henson, but next to like a Frank Oz would be the other, probably the longest. Because he's one of the original the, creators. Everything I read said that he has the tenure for being the longest Sesame Street for Sesame Street. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just expanding it out. Oh, then yes, then yes. The creators were Henson and Frank Oz, as I remember. Yeah. Then other than then, yeah. So that's so cool. Changing the neat guard. one. There's a, also a documentary that I believe is on Netflix right now. Um, I'm fairly certain, but um, I am Big Bird. It might be called. It oh, came out yeah. two, three years ago about oh, yeah. Carol, and uh, it's a great documentary. It's it's a feel good. It's another um, you know how uh, how to meet your neighbor. What is it? Uh, want to be my neighbor? <laughs> I want to be your neighbor. What's it called? The fa- fabulous Mister Rogers one we talk about all the time. Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be yeah. my neighbor? That's how the song goes, folks. Okay, well I'll <laughs> I'll definitely watch that. But yeah, he's retiring. It's a big deal. All right, I stretched that one out. Go for it. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Co-living is the latest real estate trend. Co-living? Co-living. It's like extended. Co-habitating? No, it's called co-living, and it's basically a bunch of adults that get together and like have common spaces and don't like it's 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 cohabitation. Been, no, because it's more than two. It's called co-living. Is how they're called. It's like six to eight to twelve people. So they're calling it like an extended dorm living period. Hmm. So, but it sounds super neat and they're expanding it out in cities like San Francisco. And Who's they? Just some company? Uh, real estate people, like whoever, <laughs> developers, like whatever. It's becoming a thing like in San Francisco where you can't as easily buy housing, get housing. And oh, wow. So. Yeah. So, because it's so expensive, that type of thing. It's so expensive. The There's so many people that, people that want to be there. So yeah. it's it makes more sense. But also that age group has accommodated more to like in their 20s. Like through, instead of like, I'm going to get my first apartment. I'm going to get my first condo by myself. Like they're like, no, no, I'm going to live with friends until I'm 30 and married and right. move out. Right. So they're making Meanwhile, they're working all the time, but they're saving up their money instead. Yeah. Of, yeah. So like there's sure. different amenities like dog walking and cooking classes like sounds in neat. these little communities. So it sounds pretty cool. I mean, it sounds great if you're single. It sounds like a nightmare if you're at this point in life. <laughs> for, no, we would not do well. But for younger folk, enjoy. Um, aerobic exercises and even just standing straight up have has been shown to improve memory and thinking skills. Hey, so that goes on with your, your self-improvement. Yeah, not all for naught. I've been doing some work at the same time, so... Well, I go, I go back to that Whitney Cummings thing because you like her and you follow her, but she uh, realized at one point through some physical stuff that she was never standing and walking right in the first place. She was doing, I think, I forget what it's called. You actually know what it's called. I f- totally forget what it's called, but it's using your l- bones instead of your muscles or something. You're relying on your, yeah, your your skeletal structure to hold yourself up versus your muscular system to hold yourself up. And, uh, and I think it's something that a lot of people do, including myself, and we didn't know it was wrong. Does that make yeah. sense? Like I didn't play sports growing up. I didn't get that athletic body i did yoga and stuff but i'm still i never really built the muscle that you know that (laughs) that you need um so i think it may be all sort of wrapped up i think a lot of it's connected but it definitely it was a nice reminder to me to like keep getting your body moving because they they tracked electrical activity so it's all connected to that so you're so they could follow where it's going yeah and you're Yes, and once that's raised a little bit for even just a minute, so just standing up, that's why they're saying like just standing up even sometimes will help get that circuitry moving because it, it elevates the electrical that's very in cool. your system. So stay active, move more. Just Stuff we know, but here's more reasons to do it. It's n- just a little bit. Yep. Um, Canada legalized marijuana. I read, that's all I read about this morning. It was on everything. Yeah. I didn't. I guess. It, I guess it finally went into effect because I think this decision was made a, a while ago. Today's I, the day that's like sure anyone, and I did not 
think about this like this, but it includes visitors. So if you just go to look at something in Canada, like feel free. Yeah, I think it's it's the same thing with California. I mean, you still have to deal with the federal requirements and everything, but anybody can go into a pot store and go buy some pot. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild and like... It's wild when there were generations that used to hide it because it was not nearly okay. Yeah, well... (laughs) Not acceptable even a little bit. And Canada has different kinds of judgments about behaviors and stuff. So like, I grew up thinking that the Canadians were all nice because they were all smoking pot in the woods like up there. That's what I always thought as I was a a kid. That's what I was sort of maybe taught to believe. I think I kind of thought that too about where my family Oh, they're so nice, eh? Because they got no worries, eh? (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I think... Yeah. I'm not saying that I believe that, but it was a weird thing that I just sort of always... It was a stereotype that I think I maybe just sort of bought into. I think I bought into that a little bit, but then I also, like, as an adult, like, they have different things. So I was kind of surprised that they were, like, so gung-ho about it. But they are... First of all, like, it was a lot easier, apparently, of a process, and it's immediately... I think their thing is national. So because It is national. Everything I read was, like, feel free to fly. Go from Vancouver to Toronto. Yeah, you can do anything blah, you want blah, there. Blah. But and then they're talking about people coming back to the U.S. and they're yeah. like, "Nope, can't do that." Canada but, doesn't care, but the U.S. is not going to. Everything I read was basically like it's kind of about where you're going. The rules there. So, like, if you're flying between Canada and California, there is no black and white, Mrs. Ryan. Everything is discretionary. At the end of the day, <laughs> everything comes yes. down to what the person who catches you with the pot is willing to do. Of course, totally. Of course, it's just way more open ended at this point. So, good nice. job, Canada. Um, and the last one. All right, honeybees and bumblebees in North America. Um, it's been tracked that they shut down in the dark, and they tested this during the last full eclipse. Literally, like Wally. Th- yes. Well, I mean, this makes sense. Can I tell you why? Why? And I don't know. I don't. I, this is right off. The, this is free thinking. They generate so effing much energy. There's no way that little body could have a battery in it that would support it all. So I'm going to say they're solar powered. Those little bees. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> that isn't. That is not what they said in the article. I know. But that's what Jay that Ryan just so came up with. I <laughs> that's my Joe Rogan. Totally answer. get that. <laughs> It makes it. It totally makes sense. They I'm like, oh, it's an electric working. car. You know what I mean? All these things. It, there's no way. There's just no way. It couldn't happen. You can't store it all to make one trip. Even. I did always wonder that as a kid. Like, where do they go? This where is, do they there's do? There's no facts here. Blah folks. blah this blah. Is solely Jay Ryan's pontificating. I have facts. If you when you stop pontificating, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was tested. Like the buzz meter of them was tested. Oh, geez, there's a bee buzz meter. Down. I know that my facts don't sound like facts. So it is a woman in a, in a, in a sequin dress going like this on the, the Laffo meter in the fifties. Do you remember those? Here's the deal. No. Okay. Um, what it looks like on the scales and stuff is like when you look at cars driving in fog, like everyone slows down and like everything just kind of shuts a little bit down. Aren't people the same way when that shit happens? Like, you know, oh, there's a storm and people shut down because everyone goes in their houses. I mean, if you were going to look at it from a zoomed out perspective, aren't we all just ants and Yeah, I mean, when you if you apply that concept to humans, then yes, something like that would work too. But they had suspected this about bees, but there was the question of whether it's a habitual thing, like at night they lay down or if it's because of like light sensory stuff and North American bees cannot see very well in the dark. Whoa. South American bees can. No kidding. South of, yeah. What an interesting thing. It it brought up all this really cool stuff. So I liked it. I agree with you, Mrs. Ryan. I think it's very cool. That's been what's going on. I would say that you nailed it that time for a theme that doesn't have a way to be. Good. Oh, Mrs. Ryan, you're awesome. I thought that was great. Um, All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Bob Reed will be in here. We are both very excited about that. I hope Bob is too. Yeah. (laughs) Got a little golf clap. All right, more to come.
we're back. Oh. On that note, we're talking about uh, these guys in their old days booking celebrities and people doing these uh, spots and how right before you go on the air, there's certain things you maybe forgot about or didn't quite exactly. get to, like the gum. This is why I would always have to, all right, I'll take the gum from all the celebrity gum. Yeah. I wish we would have saved all that gum. And, and put it on eBay. Thinking about that, like, what did I do with all that? I know, I know. We could have sold gum <laughs> on the internet. So. What's up, everybody? Oh, we're we're back, and we are here with Bob Reed, which is oh very very cool for us. Bob, how are you? It's well, I'm good. I'm good. It's very cool to hang out with you guys. You know, I mean, we never get to see each other anymore, and it's like you know, and I'm working down the street now. So yay, you know. It's very easy and very convenient. So it's so good to see you in general. <laughs> Seeing you, no, 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 no. Well, all right. We uh, I can only be myself, Jay. Let's so. do a little bit of the. Backstory. I'm not going to try to be a guest. I'm just going to be myself. Okay, and good luck with it. I hope it works. <laughs> it's fine with me, Bob. Are you okay? No, <laughs> you've never been no. this nervous since I've no, known you. No, of course not. I'm like I'm always the one over there, <laughs> and then and then Nicole's like, oh, can you come and do it? And I'm like, I watch it on the you know on Facebook and YouTube. And I'm like, going, I'm never going to sit in that chair. And then I. <laughs> just like oh god all right here we go um yeah. all right well we should probably do a little bit of backstory here um little how bit do, how do you guys know each other oh that's a good one because I, mean, I was thinking about start? this yes go back far enough? yes can i answer that mrs yes, ryan please. okay i was thinking about this and i might get nervous <laughs> telling you this oh, but no. i don't know if you i mean i don't know if you remember what your recollection is but i remember you were working for matt lebeau yeah and matt lebeau is a very popular and a, a great publicist. Well known. Well known. Yeah, yeah. Big time. And um, super successful. And, um, you know, if, if Matt's representing somebody, you know they're good. They're funny. You know, he that represents is. a lot of funny people. And and I think you're funny, Nicole. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, you know, I remember one time, I, my background is I started at, started at The Tonight Show with Leno. And but um, when I first started there, I was freelancing. I was just booking the comics. I didn't book celebrities. So I was doing another gig in addition to Leno called Celebrity Poker. And do you remember that, that show? <laughs> of course, late at night. I used to love. Of course, I did. Of was it Bob, late at night? Wherever I lived. It was syndicated, wasn't it? <laughs> it was on Bravo. Oh really? Oh, so maybe. yeah, maybe they you know replayed what it, it over was, and over but again. But wasn't it with Dave Foley and um, yes, and the other guy who was actually an expert poker player? Oh God, don't put me on the spot. You're That's such. Okay. A, see, this is why I'm nervous because Jay is such an expert, and Nicole, you are too, in television history. Uh, and I'm like supposed autistic. to be, and I'm not. So I'm gonna be like. Totally I'm with you though. Thank I you. have a vague recollection of things yeah. sometimes, and he's an encyclopedic yeah. memory. Yeah, so and I'm just like, oh God. That game. I'll just look at Jay and smile and go, uh huh, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I think I remember, and then I'm like on my um, looking on my phone, like who was the sidekick on Celebrity Poker that I booked? You're totally right. I am that guy too, because there was even Tonight Show stuff that we would get into. No, we moved to this stage on so and so. I'm like Bob, you weren't even there then. And trust me, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so that I guy. Know. I'm sorry. But I was booking Celebrity Poker with Ross Mark. By the way, there's going to probably be a lot of references to Ross Mark, yeah. who was my booking partner and producing partner for a number of years. So when we re reference Ross, it's not Ross the intern from the Tonight Show. It's Ross Mark, <laughs> another we producer. Very clear right? too. None of the car people know who he is, but everybody in the entertainment industry knows who he is. Right? <laughs> yeah, Would that be yeah, fair? Right? Yeah. Okay. Totally. So. I was like, oh, I had to book somebody, and you guys represented that person. And I'd always heard, like, oh, if you can get through Nicole, then, you know. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I'm just, like, going, who is this, Ni who, you know, Shabbat, Nicole Shabbat. Who right. is Shabbat. Nicole Shabbat, you know? Yeah, and I'm like, so I called up, and this is in the days before, like, email, you know, and texting, you know. It was just, you know. If you got to make an impression, you better get on the phone. You had to get on the phone, yeah. you know. <laughs> and give good phone. Ah, uh, yeah, good right. Point. That's a good That's point. That's a big That's deal. A like getting through was its own thing, but like yeah. maintaining anything past getting through was your own deal. Yeah, and I was and I was driving over here, and I kept thinking, like, how did I approach Nicole? And I think I did something like, "Is this Nicole?" <laughs> <laughs> As if like I already know about you. <laughs> what, and I, and I was, I've already heard. I was, yeah, I was greeted by like. Yes. <laughs> Is the tone right, Mr. Ryan? That's how we met. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, I think I have her at hello. I am I so mean, excited I'm... that these are coming out because all of these people only know the you that's now. And to hear these stories of the one that I used to know is so exciting for me. In Please, Nicole's please. defense, I'm not painting her out to being mean or I'm just pa painting you out to being tough. I mean, you had people like me calling you and bugging you. 
20 times an hour. You we know? should be very clear, too. It was usually very difficult to get someone like you on the phone. So no, if someone like you no, going, oh, no. yes, Bob. In yes, a couple Bob. years, yes. yes. No, no, oh, no. maybe not at that point. Okay. Celebrity poker, no. Why not? <laughs> uh, <Yes>. I gotcha. <laughs> But that's part of the game of like maintaining those relationships. Like I do not remember you from Celebrity Poker. Really? At all. I do know that I, I remember I didn't get a booking, <laughs> but I got a friend. So. Yeah. See, that's when I had no control over people doing bookings. Like yeah. I just had control over the relationships of people that called in. Right. So being the gatekeeper, right? I was the gatekeeper yeah. for yeah. both my boss and all of his clients. Yeah. So it was like right. That's multiple folds. Yeah. Whether it was like a local person or a national thing, that was its own like lots yeah, of Yeah, you were because you had people that were doing movies that were series regulars that were touring. So you had to deal with like a broad scope of people, not just studio publicists and you had to deal with radio people, and then you know. Hey, it's Billy oh, Dean. Regional, yeah, yeah to promote well, their yeah. tour dates and yeah, sell tickets. Point. So you were juggling. I mean, that's the other thing too about publicists that I feel I empathize with them is their job is 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. You know, and they can't turn their phones off. It is do you remember it like that, or how did? <laughs> uh oh, I had no. I I do. I remember it changing i remember being excited about having one of the first being one of the first people to have a blackberry oh, and that? so and that a palm pilot like, remember that i did not have that Ooh. i had that blackberry that was like a pager yeah, yeah i yeah, got I like I like my those. boss handed him his down to me to, oh. i now realize it's so he could get a hold of me <laughs> but um, look they gave me a phone yeah. i was really so excited <laughs> i was like 22 i we was all like had it. yes yep. yeah. we all felt the same i made exact. it this is good yeah so i was indoctrinated in like the being needed part very early but yeah um the weird thing then too did you did you ever have a hand-me-down blackberry no. or anything no because all the assistants around me got their old bosses but like no one that's before email addresses like changed over automatically oh right so, oh, yeah. so you would still get the old stuff the old yeah. correspondence no. and so i had friends that like worked for people that would like get like dirty messages from mistresses and whatever like of course that oh makes sense so it's i never even thought of that because that used to be the <laughs> sideline the, the, the you know that's how yes. you get in under the radar wow yeah that yeah so like i, I had to keep all of that shit straight <laughs> and like i messed up with my boss that one time and like it was horrible <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just fun. But I just remember yeah. you, I know you asked, I remember I was lucky enough to get, be given like a parking spot in the back near like, we were at the tonight show. When yeah. You came. When I would go visit you guys there yeah. or have people on the show or whatever. Um, that was always like my favorite time and you were impossible. You had Why? that same thing. Not to me, but I think it's because we had that celebrity poker love fest. But <laughs> um, people were terrified to call you guys. Why? I think that Ross and I were like the nicest. You, you still not doesn't make you not intimidating. Well, you know, what I mean, you're at a very similarly a to him, position. You're very detached when you don't when you got similarly to me. You get everyone calling. You get and everyone calling, yeah. So you, you have to very quickly like get your gut right to be like that person's worth my time because like time is money in that environment and you're tuned into quality. You everything. can cut through the bull. But the other thing too that I would I think is important. I think that you have to listen to people, you know, and 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 that's why like you know somebody that might call me out of the blue. Let's say like because I was doing comedians at the time, right? They might have been like a struggling comic and that, you know, they might, you know, want to be on The Tonight Show and do five minutes of stand up and become famous, but they might not be ready. And then maybe in two or three years, they might be ready, you know, and, and that's why you have to be, I think, nice and listen to people and not say, oh, you're terrible or, you're, you know, you're, it's not going to work. <laughs> but you need to, I mean, because well, you have to cultivate the relationship, too, because it does grow. Right. Is right. That kind of so as does the talent. Exactly. And you never know who's going to make it or not. So you don't want to be you don't want to be mean to people. I just think that's like just like 
something to live by, just not to totally. be mean to people. Period. You know. We had a comic here yesterday, Carol Montgomery. I like her. There. I you oh, know she so, says hello to you. She I, says hello on the show. You know, she Facebooked me yesterday and friended oh, cool. me yesterday, and I thought we were already friends. So well, then it worked <laughs> like, out. See? Well, I thought like maybe she unfriended me, and now she's friending me again. Or I thought we were always friends on Facebook. That's so, hilarious. She was talking about just from a peer level, um, starting out uh, and being around somebody who was just awful, and she talked about how awful he oh, was, no. and it was Richard Jenny who went out to be one of my favorite comics. Oh. I mean, it ended tragically with him. You know, it did. Away, but but um, quality and talent-wise, holy smokes, he's one of my favorite comedians from that time. I booked him before, yeah. And he started out, though she was talking about, I mean, awful, awful. I mean, so <laughs> bad. She was talking about how bad. And then the next time she saw him a couple months later, you know, he had fucking worked it out oh, that's and good. grown and cultivated all that yeah. stuff. So I think it's exactly what you're talking about, though. Somebody's yeah. really hungry and young, and you go, yeah, they've got the look and they've got everything, but it's just not there well, yet, but maybe have, in a couple of years. Yeah, but they also have something, you know, but it just might not be, you know, this year that you're going to get a spot. You might get one next year, you know? Just timing. Yeah, it is timing. It's like, look at what you guys have accomplished. Maybe 10 years ago, you guys might not have been ready to do this, but you're ready now, and look at this. I mean, I was like... So impressed and so honored to be here and, and sitting here. And I know the story of this. I watched that episode. Oh, you did? Oh, my God. I was almost crying. The microphone and everything. The microphone, That's but crazy. also talking about your dad, you know? It was like, oh, my God, you know? It's all true. It's all true stuff. You know, it, it was, it was, it's once you get to a certain age and you figure out, the, oh, you got to figure out what your story is. And then you, you yeah. know, tell your story. Um, once you go do all that work, and it's a lot of work yeah. spent up here remembering all that stuff and then fucking sorting it out yeah um and reconciling it you realize that holy smoke we are just um we've all been put together by all these building blocks all the way along right and my dad played a huge role pivotal role yeah. that i never realized throughout because he died young and yeah. i went on other things yeah so thanks for even bringing no, it that was, up because it was that's nice. part of that story to me that's where the heart of that story yeah. is and it, it, it was inspiring to watch it so i just want to let you know Bob. that anyway i don't want to cry thanks, but Bob. i might cry it meant but the world to me but now <laughs> does that unlock jay ryan a little bit for you of like oh i now i yeah. understand a little bit more yes yes just why you're, I'm not gonna say obsessed, I'm, but why you, why it means so much to you. Why the, the you know? The latch on was permanent. It yeah. shouldn't have been. It should have been a, another passing childhood obsession, whatever the fuck, but then I made it permanent. No. But yeah. hey, look, we're all here together, and this is a good way to get together. Thank Friends you so to much get together. for saying that, though. It means a lot to me that you won that you watched it because it's an hour or so. I'm just <laughs> it was sitting here at an a hour desk 29. A story. Yeah. An hour 29. <laughs> and my dog is deathly afraid of dings from like texting. So I'm watching on my <laughs> laptop. And like, so then when people were texting or email, Spring would be like, ah! crying and I had to oh, like oh it's my. coming on your laptop yeah it's on my laptop oh. so I, my dog was terrified listening to Jay Ryan's story well in of, the future you can watch that on your Apple TV <laughs> that's how we do it <laughs> but let me tell you something about Richard Jenny please like, yeah. because I don't want to let's say something nice about Richard because he used to do the Tonight Show on a regular basis and then when I started booking the comedians I think he was doing a TV show on like UPN or something like that mm -hmm. so he was always busy so and then he wanted to do the Tonight Show again and he would just call because, you know, he had that relationship. But I was like, Richard, we don't have any spots right now. You, you know, you have to call me like in advance. You can't just say like, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. set ready. Here it is on videotape. Take a look. You know, I mean, because that's what I was. I mean, when I first started, it was videotape. It wasn't even DVDs. OK, so and I was like, Richard, you're going to I said, I'll put you on the list. I'll call you when I have a spot. But he would keep calling. And I was like, Richard. You know, like, I'll get you that. I'll get you a spot. Or I'm going to stop taking your calls. It's one of the No. Other. Yeah. No, I would Bob. never do that. No. It's very hard to No. Approach. No. You, you can't do that because, I mean, somebody like that, that's a total pro and has a relationship with the show and people. I mean, you can't treat people like that. I mean, you don't back treat to anyone like that. Forgive me for being facetious. Okay, right. You're not that way at all, okay, Bob. Okay, cool. All right. Um, but anyway, so Richard, because this is kind of sad. This might actually make me cry. Oh. So. He, right, he would, oh, no, God, no. I have this zit right here, and I was thinking of asking Nicole for some makeup. <laughs> I don't think I have any. Good luck. Jay, do you have any makeup? None, I should have asked Jay no, for the makeup. No. <laughs> it's a vitamin um, shampoo. That's about it. <laughs> but um, he would send us uh, Christmas gifts every year, or holiday gifts, oh. and he would send those little bottles of champagne. He thought that bought a, 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 a phone call on a spot. <laughs> But and it was like he it, he was always very generous and like he that's sent old that. school isn't it isn't that kind of yeah. old school yeah. to like 
Yeah. Oh, you're on their Christmas list sort of thing. Yeah. So so he sent it and I hadn't opened my gift and like, you know, he did the show and my gift was there and I hadn't opened it. And then we all know he passed away and it was sudden and it was sad. She said it yesterday. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. suicide. Yeah. And then he it's, was not. It was very depressed. Yeah. You know, I And, you know, you never know. That that's why that's why you can never take anything personally. You never know what somebody's going through or suffering. And I've certainly talked to you about when I've been depressed, too. We've had that, you know, those personal conversations as well. But um, uh, with Richard, I just remember when he passed away and I looked at that champagne and I thought, you know what? I go, Ross, let's grab our champagne. I said, I don't want to drink this. Let's just open these up. And we poured them at the artist's entrance, you know, where the the guests would get out of the car. Yeah, the Tonight Show. Really cool. Yeah, Yeah, they're parking spots and the artist's entrance, I go... I go, you know what? I go, this is this that meant is the so world cool to him, you. you know, the Tonight Show. And, you know, and I'm glad that, yeah, I'm glad that he got to do it. And, you know, and it made him happy, I'm sure, because he killed, you know. So uh, what for, a good for he and a lot of other people, that was the Holy Land. I think that you did a very <gasps> yeah, nice well. karmic service. You did yeah. a mitzvah, Bob. Oh, nice God. Mitzvah. I poured the champagne out. For the late, for the late Richard them, Jenny. So. Yeah. But anyway, all right, on another note. So. Well, but it was that was along with what you were saying with you can't be. Uh, it was all on the same the same note where you have to uh, um, when someone calls you have to be prepared to maybe not have them on now or take their call today, but be prepared for a future where that person is going to have made it and is very yeah. ready for the Tonight Show and is maybe going to even help you along yeah. at that point. Totally, totally. Um, you know, you guys were talking about two things in your opening mm-hmm. that yeah. I want to talk about. One, Canada and pot. Okay, yeah. can yeah. we talk about that for yeah. a second? I am, <laughs> I'm not innocent, but one of the things that I don't do, I don't smoke weed or take edibles right. like all my friends do. Everybody I know. Right, but doesn't everybody tell you, oh man, you sure should? Yes, they all say like, oh Bob, you need to do edibles if you can't sleep at night. You they know, do edibles, do edibles. But. So I, am, am I, I going to get arrested no. if I tell this story? Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's first of all, it's legal here. I know, but okay, all right. I just get nervous. Were you here? I was Bob. here in California. <laughs> yeah, you're fine then. So everybody keeps telling me, like, do edibles, do edibles. You got to try it. You'll have a great night's sleep. Blah blah mm. blah. And I'm kind of a paranoid person as it is. Would That's would you all say? I'm thinking. I would highly say that. Okay, you have to be right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my friends out in Palm Springs, they make their own edibles, these cookies. And I was like, okay, I had never even really seen an edible, so they I didn't look know. Just like regular food well i so i go out there and i'm like edible well they're like they're cookies i'm thinking they're gonna be like cookies they're like these little tiny things oh oh maybe i maybe i'm uneducated also well i don't so i like get this little cookie and they go oh just take a nibble just take a nibble nibble of the little yeah they go because it's gonna be like really strong and you know it's gonna be too much for you because you don't do weed am i saying it am i saying that the cool way do weed i think that's what we do you do we do weed okay so, <laughs> I'm so not good. cool. I never say it. Right. I don't know so what good. to no, say. I think you. I mean, you. Uh, um, you medicate. That's what we call. Oh, it. We call okay. it medicate. There you go. Yes. That, yes. See, I like that. That's a good term. I like that term. Um, so my friends are like, "Here, take a nibble." So I'm taking a nibble, and I'm like, "I don't feel anything. I'm not tired. It's like <laughs> ten o'clock at night. We're in Palm Springs at my friend's house. My husband Clark is there with me." And he's not going to partake because he doesn't like that stuff. It's not his thing. And I'm like, oh, to, doing this experiment, am I going to sleep? <laughs> have a good night's sleep? Does he Has he tried it and doesn't he did like try it? it or, he oh, tried okay. it and he didn't like it. Got it. And so, um, so anyway, um, I try it and then I'm like, oh, forget it. Just I eat <gasps> the whole thing, right? So <laughs> See you Thursday. No, you know what happened? We went to bed in the guest room and I became completely paranoid. <gasps> The room started spinning. Yeah. I was lying there in the bed while he's snoring. Yep. I'd happy. say till 4.30 in the morning. Till, <laughs> yes, happy and unmedicated. <laughs> Until 4.30 in the morning, I'm like spinning out of control. And, and isn't time it. going so slowly too on, 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 in addition? Yes, Jay. And I'm profusely sweating. Oh, and worst. I'm like in the, the, the house. I can't get the room cool enough. And nah. I turn, they have a ceiling fan. <laughs> and your air heart's beating so slowly yet out of your chest. I thought I was going to have I seriously thought I was going to have a heart attack That is exactly what happened to me the first time I did it And I said I'm never doing this bullshit again ever And but, a couple years later but, We've gotten to this point <laughs> But 
uh, yeah, that is exactly what happened to me. And I was full blown hallucinating where I would close yes, my eyes I was on the, hallucinating the shadows too. on the walls were moving and then I realized I could make them do whatever I wanted and it was ridiculous. Jay. It was awful. And you can't stop it. I tried to throw up like uh, like like uh, from a lifetime of drinking, like, oh uh, I can get this out of me. It doesn't work no, that way. It's no. not in that part. It's not there. No, not at all. And I kept thinking, I kept having these paranoid delusions of like Oh my God! The person that I told off in when I was five yes. years old in yeah. kindergarten—I oh, pushed back. them on the 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 playground. I every hope they day. don't have any issues, and you know, like a life review comes yeah. up of every bad thing you've ever done. Every bad thing, yep. like oh yeah, I did cut that person off for that parking space. I hope I didn't ruin their day. I yeah. mean, I really had those paranoids. It and makes I, you want to go out and do good in the world. Yes. No joke. So, and then the next morning. I'm and I was I, I we were on hiatus thank God and I was like I was checking my emails and I'm like going I'm not going to return this email because I might still I? be high I, well yeah, yeah and I go should I answer it this way or should I answer it that way and I was like oh my God never ever ever again so I'm never doing it and so anyway wow. good luck Canada with your edibles and your weed but. The other if, thing when too I go, is, I'm not going to be partaking oh, in it. Edibles last forever right. because it's just in you, and I yeah. don't think you can do anything. Yeah. It seems like um, with the vape pen or whatever, I can do that, and I'll be a little, whoa, but it seems like it goes away in like a yeah. half an hour or something, you know? Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. A little more manageable. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's well, one Well, I'm not going to try that. Oh, I'm Whitney Cummings. You guys talked about Whitney Cummings. I think she's such a great role model. Thank you, Bob. Agreed. I Thank love you very Whitney. much. I'm Do you follow her on Instagram? I follow her on Instagram. I've worked with her a number of times. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to. What? I meant that her stuff on Instagram is so inspirational. I didn't mean like you well, hadn't gone to dinner with her or something. <laughs> well, I, I think we've gone to dinner. So, I mean, we've I'm worked sure. together so many times, yeah. but on so many different shows. But I think Whitney is just like such a good role model for anybody in this business because she can do anything, right? act produce stand-up comedy and she's good at all of it and she's a good person to back it all up yeah like and she's a good humanitarian behind it all yeah and she hires people that you know uh, that she can she can inspire and she can help move forward so i really really like whitney and like when you guys were talking about her i was like oh god we gotta give a shout out to whitney cummings you, you, should. Know? you should intern at roseanne she's not, not, like there, she's anymore. not there anymore oh, i forgot yeah. Yeah. oh it, she, neither of them are there i i, I shouldn't have even <laughs> said this no I read her book. So they're not calling it Roseanne anymore? Is that what you're telling me? Wait, we know something that Jay doesn't know about TV? Oh, my God, Hashtag the Connors. My apologies. (laughs) I read her book. Did you read her book yet? Okay, honestly, I started reading it. I asked her for an autographed copy, and she did. So I was like, you know, I mean, sometimes I do get starstruck, you know? And it's like... But if you're actually impressed with her as a person, that makes sense. Yeah, seriously. That's the only time I've ever seen him get starstruck, very like you and like me, in that like it has to really mean something to you personally. Yeah. Versus that's the biggest celebrity ever. Like Yeah, that doesn't usually align for me. That's not really usually it. And so we always had the best times with people that like we made happen that like no one really knew about yet, like m- new movies that were coming because out that we seen. To, that's your you, creative. You guys got to do that. Yeah. Well, I want to tell. I want to tell a story about um, Mrs. Ryan here. Oh, yeah? Somebody that you gave me like the biggest tip. This I got like really got like um, oh my god. Everybody was so happy at the Tonight Show with this booking, but Nicole told me she called called me and said, "Hey, I'm going to set up a screening for a movie. Can you go over to Universal?" And it was like Valentine's Day. She goes, I can do it on the 14th. And I was like going, oh, God, thank God. I was like going, I go, Clark, we're going to the movies. We're going to a screening at Universal on Valentine's Day. Great. We don't have to celebrate Valentine's Day. Who wants to celebrate Valentine's Day? No. Okay. Keep it. Thank you. So Clark's like, great. We, we don't have to go out to dinner or anything like that, you know. And it was a movie, and it was called Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. And you told me about this British comic from Britain <laughs> and you go this guy's really funny and um, you go you, so you got to go see him in this movie you're, you're, you'll get it when you see the movie so they set up a screening Clark and I go and they had Hawaiian lays for us when we got there <laughs> I'm like going, okay you guys I'm just gonna watch a movie I, you know it's like let, you not know, the full experience no we don't need it. I don't need the hard sell let's just watch <laughs> the movie and see what Nicole's talking about and Russell Brand came on the screen and and we, I think we already had the other two leads booked, like Kristen Bell and Jason Siegel. Yes. Yeah. And um, and we were like, "One God, 
do we want to put another person from this movie? You did on? not. Because it's three people promoting the same movie. It wasn't on the, and the same, same night. No, but the same week. Yeah. Oh, that's, the like, that's the theme week right yeah. there. Yeah. All of a sudden it becomes Forgetting Sarah Marshall Week. Totally. And, you know, and Kristen Bell is like like the best I talk think show I'm guest ever. I'm such a fan mm-hmm. of her. Mm-hmm. She's so great. You guys. If, she lets it all out. It's great. Last, she's just herself. Oh, my God. But she knows. You know, she she's funny. She's, she's just authentic. Yeah. Timing. Timing is everything. But anyway, so um, those two were booked. And then my boss is like, oh, you know, Bob, I don't know if you should go. I don't think we're going to find any room for another person. And I'm like, well, let me just go see what it's all about. Nicole set it up. I came back the next day. I go, we need to book Russell Brand <laughs> before anybody else. Yeah. I go, we need to book Russell Brand. And and I called Nicole. I go, Debbie said she's going to give me a spot. So can he do it on this day and that day? And you booked him. And then you didn't come to the show that day. <laughs> I think I was out of the country maybe that day. And I was like, oh, well, Nicole missed it. But he killed. That sucks. Wow. Yeah. He killed. And then like he did like it. 10 more appearances, you know, while Jay was there. And, you know, he was, I mean, he was always fun to work with. It was always different. So... Can, yeah. I, can we talk about The Tonight Show at all? I mean, how was it working on that show? Because you were there for, forgive me, but a, a long time. I wasn't there that long. I came. Really? Well, it was kind of, I started in 01 with Ross. We were a team. I mean, in the run of The Tonight Show, I guess, maybe it's not that long, but I that's think still it was a like, while. That was probably like in its ninth year. Did you, you know? go through the Jay Leno show, the 10 o'clock, yes. and all that tumultuous stuff yes. too? Yes. And you wrote all that out and then back to The Tonight Show, right? And back to The Tonight Show, yeah. And then through to the end. No, I left early. Oh, did you? I left early because Chelsea Handler um, was at Chelsea lately. And Chelsea said, hey, you guys are wrapping up. You You were already friends with her. I'd worked with her so many times on The Tonight Show. She started as a comic there. And um, I was like, you know what? I guess I should look. I guess I should take this opportunity, you know, and, you know, the show's going to be over in six months. You're not moving to New York to go do the other show. No, no. So, I mean, I had an opportunity and my sister, you know, we were talking about my sister. Yeah. She was my coordinator. Hello to Leanne. (laughs) Yeah. Please tell her. I I will. And she um, was my coordinator for so long. And Chelsea said, bring Leanne and come to the show. And, you know, so I did. Went to Chelsea lately for her last year. When did you go there? What year? When J- okay, it been probably like- August of 2013, and then Chelsea ended in August of 2014. Chelsea Four, lately. 13, 14. So yeah. Excuse me. I can't remember the year because I was out of the business by the time everyone. You came to Chelsea ended. lately. I yeah. believe you came to Chelsea well, lately. I, I think once with, and I forget with who. But. I can't remember either. But anyway, so yeah, so um, um, so yeah, I started from 01 to 06. I was just doing comics, and then um. During that time too, Ross, Mark, and I, we were doing Last Comic Standing. I was going to ask you if that. Can we talk about that? I want to tell you for that too. Yes, I want to tell you that story. I have never told anybody this. I feel so fraudulent. All right, Last Comic Standing. Everyone remembers though, right? It's still on the air. Oh, it is. I I mean, Wanda Sykes is still producing it. So it comes back. It comes back in cycles. And I think we watched the Roseanne season and the Norm Macdonald season. It's been good. And I think honestly, I think that's part of why you were so intimidating to people because you were on TV. Oh God, you were. There was an element of fame well you clearly knew your people shit knew him and, and he didn't know them i was a name of comedy yes they didn't know who would like they they were calling a famous person that was on tv versus the book or whatever yeah but like we had to have oh, i want to hear your story but like yeah. you clearly knew your shit you'd been a judge on one of the most yeah, obvious was, shows about talent. it was good editing that's all <laughs> it was that, that no one else knows that no. you, you have a discerningness about you that is respectable and i was grateful enough to match it sometimes well we had yeah. a lot of fun on that show and yeah. thank you nicole that means a i lot. praise both of you well thank you but uh, coming from nicole it means a lot because you know i mean i was just learning you know, at that time in my career, you know, so Whatever. we thought you were the master. Uh, anyway, what's the last comic story? Oh, the last comic scene. Okay, <laughs> so is this how that started? Is this how this you is got how that? we got the job? Cool. Okay, so we're at the Great. Tonight Show, and there was this woman in, at NBC, Linda Mancuso. Okay, do you know who she is? Executive. Yes, executive at NBC. She did. I. We'll, we'll look it up. But anyway, she was like in charge of ER and stuff like that. Oh, wow. And then she left to go work at Peter Engel Productions. So Linda Mancuso. To was go like to the new class of Saved by the Bell or something? I have no idea. Okay. Don't get, don't do the, don't do oh, those don't references. I'm not gonna, out. yes, Sorry, I'm not gonna Bob. get it. I'm going just gonna like, I know. Shelf. Thank you. I'm gonna just smile and go. I think so. That's what you have to do with somebody <laughs> like me. Otherwise, I just annoy you to death. But Linda went to go run Peter Engel's company, and they were doing this pilot called Comic House, and Jay Moore was the host of it. Oh wow! Yes, and she showed us the pilot. 
she sent us the pilot on VHS. <laughs> and Ross and I watched it. And she said she wanted to have lunch with us. And over at the dining room at NBC, at the old studio. Not NBC Universal. It's but, now you know, Burbank Studios. Yes, exactly. And it's... The old Johnny Lot for everyone else in the old... Right, exactly. Famous days. And so... Um, we were really busy, and I said to Ross, I go, I don't, I don't know if I have time to meet Linda today. And he goes, oh, come on, just 20 minutes. We'll go over there. You know, she wants us to, she wants to ha- get feedback on the pilot. We'll give her our feedback, blah, blah, blah. She's super cool. And Linda was super cool. She's uh, since It's also passed. a good favor to do for another executive. Yeah. A, it's, a, it's a good move. Yeah, but the other thing, too, is Linda's no longer with us. And, and oh. I have to tell you something. Um I mean, I owe a lot to her. I owe a lot to women. Women have supported me for a lot of my career, from Chelsea to Debbie Vickers to, you know. Longtime producer of The Tonight yeah, Show. Yeah, yeah. And Linda giving me a break on this show. So um, anyway, I go off on a tangent. And so back to last comic. So um, so we go and have lunch. And she's like, well, can you guys do this? Are you, like, exclusive to The Tonight Show? And we're like, no, we're, we're you know, we're consultants. In what we're capacity just doing, did she mean could you do this? She wasn't clear. Okay. okay. You know, and looking back, that's part of the whole story. It's like she was never clear. And she's like, you know, we're in your go mind, to... are you thinking like to book people to get talent well, for this show? Yeah. And she's like, she goes, well, what she said was she goes, you know, we'll go to different cities and we'll go and you guys can audition client Sounds or kind of comics and like just, you know, let us know if you think they're good enough to move on and stuff like that. So we'll go do like casting calls. It does and sound like consulting. Right? It does sound like consulting, the Thank way you. you're phrasing yeah. it right I'm now. I'm not an idiot. So then I'm thinking like, oh, God. Like you might a- get a producer consulting title or something, but it's consulting. Right. Exactly. And I think that we were talent consultants. I think so. Our talent that, executives. That's something what you're weird. describing yeah. to me. So then, so then all I'm thinking is like at the end of the conversation, I'm like, okay, I'll go, in, I'll go to different cities. I'll go, you know, to Florida or Chicago or New York and you know, and I just was like more concerned about if it was first class travel. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to have me bouncing all around, I got to be comfortable. <laughs> it wasn't first class travel. <laughs> That's a deal for you. It was a business at least? No, oh. it was economy. Second season was first class travel. <laughs> uh, middle seat. Unfortunately, we aren't available. <laughs> so, but what happened was they go, okay, do you think you could, you know, go to Chicago and then to St. Louis like the weekend before Christmas, like leave LA on a Friday, shoot on Saturday in Chicago and or audition people, not shoot audition people on Saturday, fly to St. Louis on Sunday and then audition people on Monday in St. Louis and then fly home. I'm like, sure. That way, you know, the tonight show wouldn't miss us. Blah, blah, blah. We got to Chicago and I wasn't really dressed appropriately. I think I had like sweats on or something. Because I mean, you mentioned the day before Christmas, right? No, it's cold. It was freezing. <laughs> yeah. And they, we get to like the location, and they're like, Peter Engel was there, and then two executives from the network were there, and they were just chit chatting. We we're having fun and blah blah blah. And the executive producer, Rob Fox, another person who's not no longer oh. here, he did the first season of the Daily Show. Rob Fox. Oh. There, there's. Billboard? Yes. No kidding. Yeah. And, so uh, there's yeah, a little reference for you, Jay Ryan. Know. You know. So. Nice job. There Thanks, you go. Bob. Good job, Bob. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, so um, we're there, and then they they set up these two chairs in front of a little desk, and they're lighting it, and then they oh go, "Oh my gosh." Yeah, and they go, and they go. You guys, can you come over here and sit? And I'm thinking, oh, what am I doing? I'm just standing. Stand I'm like, stand now I'm a standing. Stand Find yeah. me, coach. Now I'm standing in for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm going through all these like, you know. You want me to hold the light stand for you yeah, too? Yeah, exactly. But I'm sitting there. I'm busy going through applications of all these these hundreds and You're about hundreds. You're to go to work. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds of people that are standing out there That's in a amazing. Chicago winter. It's like eight degrees and it had snowed the night before. Every time we went to Chicago, I it was just thought cold. that he's already flown there. He's already there. They're <laughs> already setting there. up the venue. Yes, and I'm not dressed appropriately, and I ha- and I'm thinking like, okay, we're stand-ins, and then they go, oh, they go, okay, call the first person on the on to the top, you know, number one. I go, okay, let's just say from Nicole that table sh- over there. Yeah. And then, like, there's cameras. And I'm like, this is why I get very paranoid. Like, I got paranoid coming here because I'm, like, going, oh, my God. You know, oh, it's, the other I always day, get The stuck. other day, you said you're not recording this, are you? Yes. Yes. And I learned, too, because, like, oh, and then they put the microphone. This is the other thing that I learned, too. Hot mics. <laughs> That's a lesson. Be very careful. That's a lesson. For years, I would walk around like this. 
So anyway, anyway, learn, you know, I, for years. What, what about when you're talking years. to your talent and they're mic'd? Oh my god, you know I'd always mean? go. I don't. I'd always go. Cover up your mic. Yes. So always. good. That always. Was, oh, he would walk you would have to, right? Being like, look, I look for the microphone and say, "Do you guys do you have a microphone on? Turn your mic off or the cover shit your mic." Shit is going on air. But yeah. There are people listening. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> So anyway, so I'll finish the story so that I can go back to work soon. And <laughs> I have I snuck out. To come we're here. still good on time. I'm watching <laughs> okay, the big, look at the talk show clock oh over God, there. Oh God, is that the real time? No, it's a little bit off. Oh geez, I hope so. I'm gonna look at my iPhone in a minute. No, but, it's pretty close. Um, okay. Um, so we get there and like they're putting mics on us, and so number one comes in and does his act, and I'm just <laughs> like just looking and looking. Okay. Next. Next. <laughs> Number two, they got to four people and they're like, cut, cut, cut. I'm like, okay. I'm is like, Ross like, sitting next to you? Are you, or is yes. it just, okay, so it's both of <laughs> you guys like at this. the table. I'm sitting like this, like, just like this. Just this, yeah. Like this. And we're going, okay, next. Because nobody <laughs> told us anything. I think you're getting that. Pants? Yes, I'm still like, but. <laughs> well, how about nobody did a fucking deal memo for a talent agreement or anything, Thank right? you. Yeah. Just a, t- a casting agreement. How about and a clearance? And I, how about. <laughs> I wasn't even SAG AFTRA. I, all, I it was after then. It was after then, and then I had to join AFTRA. <laughs> anyway, so um, so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, cut, cut, cut. And they had told us before we went to Chicago, like, oh, when you're casting or uh, meeting the people, and they're doing their act for you, there might be cameras floating around, so we might get the back of your head this or is something. The biggest so, Mickey Mouse! I cannot believe they pulled this off, and that show is such a hit. That's how they got the signatures for Ross and I to sign our lives away. Wow! So, oh wow! 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 Anyway, so just so you know, cut. you may be the face of this show. <laughs> it's undetermined at this point. <laughs> so cut after four people, and they're like, "One, no, you guys." You guys have to judge these people and you have to like argue and you have to fight for your choices. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like American Idol. <laughs> I'm like going, exactly because this, oh this is a time of when at first, it, this is 02. That's how old I am. Yeah. And so I pulled Ross aside. I go, I go, Ross, I go, we're on camera. And I said, I don't think we're we did. Judges. A, yeah. I said, I don't think we did a very good job. <laughs> we didn't negotiate this well. I said, so. I said, I think maybe we should like argue with each other. <laughs> oh, you realized at that point that you After, weren't performing well enough. Right, that's right. they were telling. Yes, yes, I was going. Oh my god! And Ross wasn't getting it. I mean, I'm sure he'll have a different version. And I go, we're on camera. I said, I said we're gonna lose this job, <laughs> and they're not gonna pay us the rest of our money unless we play along and then get through this and go to St. Louis. It's amazing. <laughs> And that's how it happened. And it was like, oh, my God. So once that was done that day, you go, okay, so clearly. We went to the John <laughs> Hancock Tower and we drank. <laughs> you didn't even talk? Well, Linda might not have been there. Linda wasn't there. Peter was there. And Peter kept, if you know Peter Engel, nice guy. Big oh, TV you, producer. Big, big TV, TV producer, producer, but also a big personality. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. And I'm just like, like nervous. I was like scared, you know, and. The other thing too, he's trying to mow down your fear with his enthusiasm, probably. You know, and tidal then, wave of enthusiasm. Yeah, <laughs> this so, is great. Yeah, this is great. He's right. <laughs> yeah, I just remember going to going to the John Hancock Tower and going to Ross like, oh my God, what did we get ourselves into? <laughs> well, because <laughs> four years this, later. <laughs> well, that's the issue. What if this goes? Yeah, it's almost the opposite yeah. problem. Yeah, but then what happened in '06 is we got promoted at the Tonight Show, and then there, there you go. We and you had didn't to go back. Couldn't to go back. Uh, couldn't yeah. go back because it was too full time. So. Which wow. is a good segue if you want to ask anything about the Tonight Show before <laughs> I have to go back to work. No, it's so. not that. It's not anything specific, Bob. Um, it just that you know, this is a. Um, you've made a very well respected career <laughs> in a, a genre that I have spent a tremendous amount of my life dedicated to. Yeah. Um, so I respect you a great amount. The fact that you guys were friends and we became we friendly are friends. through it. We're all. Fr- we're um, still friends. Back then, when we first met, right. was very exciting to me to have like the access to these stories and stuff because to you, it's just a job and a career, but to me, it was actually aspirational. Mm. You know, as, as a kid who always wanted to do this stuff, um, so to me, it's just delightful that you're here and yeah. you let me nerd out a little bit just oh, having you know telling your talk show stories and stuff. Oh boy, I hope they were interesting. I hope I didn't lose Bob, viewers here's the thing. for I you guys. Didn't get to anything <laughs> on the card? You oh, just no. told a bunch of cool stuff, and I hope that you come back someday. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, we have so much more to talk about. Should the, we bring Ross Mark back? That's up 
up to you. At, at least one time that you're back. You're, yeah. If you want to book him, yeah. Yeah. you want to oh, deal yeah. with that. Who's booking your show? Your your guests are really good. I I look on li- online and I watch the show and I'm like, going, oh my god, they got so and so and they got so and so. I'm like, you're like competition. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for one. Um, yeah. We've been very very lucky that. Yeah whatever this you know this started at the dining room table with just the two of us right. and microphones we've been very lucky that whatever has happened it's gotten to a point now where people are starting to we've got a gravity to us and people are starting to want to be involved so we booked a comedian friend of yours a couple times on the show because he's good and he's entertaining and then we started brainstorming and he was like well why don't i book your comedy guests and we oh, that whole thing cool. happened so richard chasler is helping okay, us with cool. comedy we have another um town executive who used to work at a bunch of different places who's helping out here and there where he can when he has time um also we just reach out to people yeah you know what i mean i mean she reached out to uh, meryl marco the other day and, oh she's great would be amazing have you worked with her before I, i've never worked with her but i went to a party at her house before nice and i was like i can't believe i'm in meryl marco's house that's you know? how i, I mean feel. it's yeah, like i had out. that kind of nerdy feeling when yeah. she Facebooked me i was like yeah oh geez this is yeah. so cool isn't it like it's like you get so excited to meet people that you know you read about or you watch and on, in she movies helped craft me you know what I mean yeah. it, my thing was never about David Letterman the man it was about that environment and that that machine the writing created, and the, writing, the creativity yeah the brains behind it all yeah she was part of that yeah. you are part of that that's how my whole thing works yeah this would be very very cool well yeah. can I ask you guys a question yeah. before Please. we go I would love like, that okay have you guys ever talked about how you guys met on on the show have I missed that episode in and the like, very beginning we, we did a how we met episode yeah D- through a friend who was Chris Rock's assistant when I worked with him early okay yeah. Yeah. So they worked you guys worked together and everybody hates Chris mm-hmm. okay yeah she she was his assistant and then when we started everybody hates Chris she became a producer on that show and we we were just friends and we became very friendly and we became inseparable and how long have you been together now uh, nine years almost. Yeah, this so is the twenty ten. Okay. Um. Yeah. And it what? Was pretty quick. And what? Okay. So all right. I mean, what has been like the high highlight? Is it the <clears throat> show in your relationship or? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, well, it's just like you're a married couple, and I watch you guys on the show, and it's like, you know, what keeps you guys together? What so What's awesome, the goal? Bob. You know, to because I've Clark and I have been together almost twenty one years, so you know. I certainly have my goals, but it's also nice to ask a couple, you know, who've uh, been together a long time and who work together. Like, what's the end game? I think we should probably both answer this, but I would say that it's certainly all changed from whatever it was to the middle to wherever we are now. Right. You know what I mean? Like those answers. Today's answer would not have been the answer throughout all time. (laughs) So (laughs) go ahead. That's true. Uh, I don't see an end game now. Mm -hmm. I see like a next step goal of all that um so i don't really know but i i i do know that for the first time in a weird in my personal life i have the same want for my for him that i did for my clients professionally oh interesting of success and and wanting to because my big thing with and i keep and i never say it the right way i was a personal publicist right i was not just a publicist right which is the ones you can hire to like i have an event and whatever like personals are more direct and intimately involved with people on a day-to-day so in terms of like an end game if there was any path towards one it's using the skills i hone doing that intellectually professionally in my personal life Mm -hmm. for both myself and you because i'm around you and people i'm around i think it happens it's that same kind of um energy that you and i had of like people have said to me a lot like didn't want to call you i had to oh and it's like okay and like we're really good friends because of that right right most of those people because you have to learn how to deal with those people Mm -hmm. and there's some of my best relationships and i would say my nervousness for talking to you and ross oh gosh really compounds that sentiment that i have and so when we met it was an honor in a weird way to be able to say like i have comedian friends and i have people who book talent and no talent and book comedians on these shows like it put it raised my standing at least for myself to be able to say like i'm in the ballpark yeah so continue i was out of that game for a long time and i took myself out of it and the ms took me out of it, whatever but i'm now getting back into it so i want to be able to use that for good 
Good. Like the good witch of what's the one of Wizard of Oz? Okay. Is it Glenda? Whichever the good one. Is yeah. it Glenda? <laughs> yeah, I want to be Glenda. Witch. I want to be Glenda, not the broken leg one <laughs> under the house. <laughs> um for the end game part. I, I would have always said, uh, you know, I had a documentary I was trying to do. I had mm-hmm. a TV show I was trying to do. I had a bunch of things I was trying to do. And I was so fucking hell bent on the path to all of those things that nothing was really happening. Mm. And then we started letting go of all that stuff and just working on stuff to make sure that the energy was happening and just sort of not having an end goal in mind, but having um, every possible iron out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know what the future holds, but people are going to pay us money to just be ourselves. Good. How does that work? I like that. that that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I think really Porsche like that a lot. You guys involved. I think other people are going to get involved. I don't. I don't even. Everything I've we're way past where I ever thought we'd be with this. So far well, past where I, have, I ever thought we'd be. It's beautiful here. It's so well done. You know. And thanks, Bob. And no, a wide it, shot it, because of that. Oh God. <laughs> to cover up my spot so oh my <laughs> god that's why i really wore this because I, I knew don't there was a reason i knew it <laughs> i didn't want to you show it about your shirt i, I haven't been working out <laughs> but no but i mean you know you come here and it's very comfortable it's very well done and you guys have great chemistry so i mean you're on to something so thanks bob you know yeah. we're tr- bob. We, we, we've had conversations with where we think uh, or where anyway individually where i think uh the industry is going and mm-hmm. where we've maxed out on certain things and where things are going to, the pendulum's going to swing back, et cetera. We're just leaning into my beliefs and my knowledge of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Following the, the yeah. gut, the intuition. Yeah. Not listening to anything that everyone else is telling us. That's the key. I always, yeah, yeah just like when I was younger, I would just listen to what my gut was telling me. And I would you also know, visualize, right? I'd visualize mm-hmm. and it would come true. So, oh. you know, Bob. so. We didn't have yeah. any of these lined up here. We didn't have a ready to go last time. Let's see, but they were in the system from the other day. This oh was me in high school. Oh, there you go with a monitor. Oh, my God. Oh, I've <coughs> seen you when you were in high school. Oh, you the desk before. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. God, look at that. These were the drawings, the drawings I was doing. The drawings. I remember about. the drawings. We're sitting at this desk and chairs yeah. with the microphone. I mean, that, you talk about, that was in 1995 there. They wow. 1995, it says. What year did they change the set again? I forgot. 96 96 <laughs> oh my God. Jay, look at you again <laughs> Isn't that, Is that Madonna? <laughs> it looks like it, it. Totally I always was. think it's her <laughs> Alright well hopefully Madonna will be back in this chair again. Yes yeah. I hope so too so. You're awesome Thank, Thank you so you much for being here The fact that you are sitting here shows oh. that you support us And it means the world to both Thank of us you guys. It really does Thanks for having me I'm so sorry that you know it's taken so long <laughs> just to hang out So We figured you would be tough right. to get so we, we never thought it would be easy. I knew you would be tough to get because uh, you're yeah. a discerning human. I like it. You also, you would, for all the reasons you said about not being ready, there, it, there's, that's every reason to make us work for it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We were. Right. That's what we feel that other people have done with us before too, even <clears> with <throat> the advice giving and stuff. It's almost like they're not fucking telling us what to do on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, you guys. Thanks. We love been you, fun, Bob. and it's very, it's really like, cool to be here. Wrap it up. I'm looking at <laughs> the clock. I, that's All the right, first thing I go. saw when I turned around. I saw the clock, and I'm like, going, oh god. You're such a butt. You <laughs> had all those questions for us, Bob. I apologize. All right, Friday, Friday, <laughs> Breakfast Club up at Newcomb's Ranch. Come yeah. on out. Uh, they open at nine. We get there around then. Uh, this weekend, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, Check it out. Look at the Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> Bob, you're amazing. Thanks, you guys. Again. Love Thanks, you. Nicole. Can't wait. Next time. Are See you, you guys next week. Right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How funny would it be if we brought Ross back? I can't wait. He would have fun good. with it. He does. He does podcasts, but he does it as a character.